And the survey says. We appreciate you so much for watching. Hi, this is Grammy nominated Lavelle Crawford. You know me. But you are watching my man, Michael Finkley, on the Michael Finkley Show. Keep watching. His brother going to play. Finkley sits down with B2K's Raz B. He opens up to us about everything you need to hear and you want to hear. It's a Finkley exclusive you don't want to miss. Happening April 25th. On the next Michael Finkley. Southern rock music artist, Bailey Marie is with us. Next Finkley, coming up next. Thanks for joining us today. Y'all, season four of the Michael Finkley Show is winding down. It is incredible how many guests and how many conversations, how much we were all informed, educated, and inspired this season. I am having a blast, but there's still some more to go, I promise you. There's a lot more encouraging before season four ends. But we're also in the mix of giving us season five. Oh my gosh, it just keeps going and going. But you made this possible, Fink Fam, because you want more of it. You want more of it. I don't mind doing it for you. Thank you so much for the journey that you've been with me along this many, many, many ways of this awesome Yellow Girl of Blessings. Thank you for sticking with me along the way. Y'all guys rock. Again, another awesome special guest. Her name is Bailey Marie. And y'all, she's only in the ninth grade. When she told me that, I almost fell out my chair. She has an awesome platform. She's a, she has performed at the Apollo several times. Y'all, and the list goes on and on and on and on. She has an awesome career in the midst of her awesome life. So she tells her story of why she's here and why she does what she does. Y'all, another awesome episode to come. Don't you go away. Back in a moment. Next, we have Bailey Marie with us. Don't go away. Everybody, this is Anthony Dalton II. I play Calvin Rodney on Tyler Perry's number one show, Sisters on BET, and you're watching the Michael Finkley Show. On the next Michael Finkley, attorney Morgan Harper is with us as she talks about her run for the U.S. Senate. Wednesday. Hello, everybody. It's Finkley from the Finkley Experience. Educational consulting firm that specializes in first generation education. So, we assist students with their college and career endeavors. We train school administrators on the state of first generation students. And also, we partner with colleges and universities to assist their first generation population for easy transition from high school to college. So, if you're looking for a presenter or a speaker that presents on these topics and so much more, visit our website at thefinkleyexperience.com and learn about all that we do. We're looking forward to working with you. I'm beautifully bright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. Now, y'all, my next guest, she is a singer-songwriter in her own right, y'all, and she truly has a story to tell. Y'all, she's none other than Bailey Marie. Bailey, thank you for being with us today. 
Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. I had to sing a little part. Marie, I had to sing that part for you. I definitely had to sing <laughs> that part for you. But thank you so much for being with us. And I'm excited to chat with you for these next few moments. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. You are very welcome. So um, President Ronald Reagan once said, he said, life is a grand, sweet song. So start the music. Do you agree with this? Yes, 100%. Why? I would say, you know, music is like a whole different like story because you're like especially being like a singer you have all of these feelings and making it 10 times better like you can sing them which is like so cool and it's also like gives you a feeling that you know you've never felt before whenever you get to first of all write your own music and um but being also a singer and getting to write my own music and you know um it just takes like my life makes it like 10 times better and so I completely agree I love it. I love it. And look what music has done for you. But y'all, she is my Carolina homegirl. She really is. She's is from North Carolina. Of course, speaking fam, I'm from the Austin, South Carolina. And y'all, y'all not believe how old Bailey is. She's only 14 years old. And what I love about it is that you're pursuing your dream. How did music become a part of you? So I actually started, you know, professionally singing when I was about 10 years old. And so it was, I started at a very young age. And, uh, and so I started off like way back when I started doing musical theater and I was like, so in love with musical theater. And then I started realizing like, I really like doing music and I think I can make like a career out of this. I think I could start like pursuing it and getting my vocals better. So, um, when I was about, you know, eight or nine, I started working with vocal coaches and, you know, trying to make my voice like at least mediocre. <laughs> and, and because, you know, it, it, it's hard to get like really good whenever you're younger. Cause you still, you're still learning how like your voice works. You don't know what sound you're doing. Like you don't know really how far your voice can be pushed. And so I started working with multiple vocal coaches and it was crazy because my first place ever performing was at the Apollo theater in New York city. So I went from being this 10 year old girl had no clue what she was doing. Like, I'm, I'm just being honest. I had no idea what I was doing. And I was actually in New York and my mom saw the auditions for the Apollo. And she was like, I think I'm going to submit you for this because I was just getting started. We were like, oh, okay, okay. And we were just thinking like, okay, sure. That's where I'm not getting that. I mean, that's way too good for me. And, um, and so we get home and we find out that I booked, I'm booked to sing at the Apollo. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm 10 years old, haven't had that much training. I don't know what I'm going to do. But whenever I, you know, like started getting really like working on it every single day, um, I performed at the Apollo. It was the coolest experience of my life. And I have been back four times after that. And so that was my first, you know, really big thing into music. And then after that, I found a producer, Andrew Lane in LA, and I started working with him. And that's when I started putting out my own original music. And throughout, uh, you know, the pandemic, I started, you know, changing because I've gotten older, I'm not 10 years old anymore. And so when I was 10, I started doing like this bubblegum pop kind of deal. And then as I got older, I was like, 
I kind of want to change my genre. And so I started going to Nashville and I started changing into more of like this country pop kind of like in the middle of country pop. Cause you know, I don't really think, I know a lot of people are like, well, you have to be either country, you have to be pop, you have to be rock. I don't think that it should be like that. I think that you can be whatever, whatever sound. I don't think there has to be a category of, you know, what sounds you have to be. So I, I chose to be in the middle of country and pop. So I started working with, you know, Kent Wells in Nashville and I started writing all of these songs, different writers. And now I have, you know, so many songs that I'm ready to release. I have, uh, I have a song out now, Beautifully Broken. And so that song came out in January. And so that one's been out for a little while. And so, yeah, that's kind of like my whole, like my whole starting in a little nutshell. I love it to see how you matured over these many years, right, to the person you are today as the musician you are today. So describe your process. Not only do you sing, but you write your own songs as well. What does that look like for you? So whenever I write my music, it's it's like I actually just wrote a song like before I got in here. It's like I yeah, it's crazy because. I get these ideas and, I, and it could be the most weird idea at the weirdest time. I'm like, let me go to the notes notes app on my phone so I can write this down and like come back to it later. And the first time I never really thought about writing music or writing any type of song uh, until the beginning of, I believe 2020 is the be- like very beginning of 2020. And I wrote this song on ukulele because I didn't play any instruments. And so I was like, oh, ukulele, this is cool, probably easy. And so I wrote a song on ukulele. And now looking back at it, the song absolutely sucked. But, <laughs> but I really started working on my writing skills. And then once I started, you know, being a pretty, pretty good writer Um, I started writing off of, you know, different things I've been hearing about, different things I read about, I saw, and then I start getting to the point where I started writing off of personal experiences, which is like a whole different story. Cause when I, the first song I ever wrote about a personal experience, it's, it definitely helps, you know, whenever you sing it, because it's like you, it's very personal to you. You know, the situation, you know, how it happened and you know how you were feeling in the situation. And so whenever you sing it, there's like a whole different feeling inside than you have than just writing off the things you hear. And so whenever I write, it's like, and then also being able to sing the own song, my own songs, is like a whole different feeling as well, because you, you just relate to it more than anything. Wow. What a journey. Was what a definitely uh, awesome journey that you do as well. So when you again, you mentioned the Apollo. Wow, four times, four yes. times you've been to the Apollo since you were ten years old. Like, oh my gosh! Like when you go there, is it like being at home again? Or describe that feeling. Four times. Four times. Okay. The first time I was there was in the, I think it was around like the beginning of 2018. And then I got invited back and I went there the end of 2018. So I was there two times in a year. And that's when I was still, you know, 10 years old. And then 2019 came and it became more of like, you know, the feeling of being at the Apollo never really goes away. Cause you know, it's not, it just, it never comes like, you know, Oh, this is here. I'm here again. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm still here. Like, oh my and so something that, you know, I, I wasn't able to go in 2020 or 2021 because you know, the pandemic, they were having shows. And whenever I was back, I was like, 
wow, this place is like, it's like the still the coolest feeling ever because, you know, nothing has changed. It's all still, it's all still the same place that I, I got started. And, um, and a lot of people, you know, ask me what it's like being on the stage and something that like, I like will never forget is I walked out on the stage this time. I went, it was a couple of weeks ago and I walked out on stage from not being on that stage for two years. And I was playing with the band. And when I get out on stage, there was tons of people in the audience and I get on stage. I was kind of nervous behind stage. And I was like, kind of like, okay, you got to do this right. And if you don't, you're going to mess up. And so, but once I got on stage and I touched the microphone, every single nerve, like every single nervous feeling I had completely went away. And I was like, what in the world just happened? Because I've never, I've never done that before. It's never, my nerves have never, you know, just gone away the minute I touched the microphone. But when I was there, every single, once I started, you know, talking, everything went away. And I was like, this is really amazing. And so that's something I'll never forget amazing amazing because it's like it's, it's it's comfort for you it's home for you your vessel is that home for your passion i love it i love it i love it, I love it. and you mentioned your your latest song beautifully broken when people listen to this song what do you want people to get from it so beautifully broken i wrote it based off of you know first of all the title beautifully broken um you whenever you hear it you're like oh weird title, but I'm gonna listen to it and see what it's about. And what I want people to, you know, <laughs> I want people to take from this song, you know, there's so many different things that people go through that either they talk about or they don't talk about. And, you know, they feel like really broken, but once they overcome that, it's still very, they're still very beautiful. There's still, um, there's still hope for them. And they always ended up on top. Like no matter what was trying to bring them down, they overcame it. They came out on top. And so they're beautifully broken because they were broken, but now they came out on top and there's still hope for them. And so that's what I kind of wanted to, you know, bring to people is even if you're going through like a really hard time, you just have to keep fighting and you'll, you'll get through it and it'll, it'll all be great again. So that's what I wrote beautifully broken about. What a fantastic message, especially the time we live in today. We need to hear it. We definitely mm -hmm. need to hear it. What are some things that you're working on? We're on the street. Is going to be on the Mario Lopez podcast soon. Hmm. Right. So that's super exciting. And different things I'm working on. I'm working on writing new music. Um, and I'm working on traveling back to, I'm going to Nashville soon. I'm going to Pigeon Forge and singing at the Hard Rock Cafe. Um, actually, this, this week. Yeah, this week. And um, I'm singing there which is super exciting and then like i said i'm going back to nashville i've been writing so much new, um, new music and doing demos and i'm really hoping to be putting some new music out soon because i'm so excited because beautifully broken got a pretty good got a pretty good you know um feedback on it so i'm super excited to be putting on new music i love it and we can't wait to hear it so come on with it bailey come on with it how can the thing find you on social media as well and listen to your music yeah, so on social media, my Instagram, uh, it's Bailey underscore Marie 2007. And on Facebook, it's Bailey Marie Griggs. And on YouTube, it's Bailey Marie Griggs. Okay, you heard it here. Thank you so much, Bailey Marie, for being with us and just sharing your story, your experiences. Y'all listen to the music, y'all. 
All is in the description below. Thank you, Bailey. Thank you. <laughs> Big fan, don't you go away. Back in a moment. Hey guys, I'm Cindy Hansen. I'm a Southern Rock singer-songwriter, and you're watching The Michael Finkley Show. Keeping your skin flawless and clean is important, and I have the products just for you. Welcome to Mimi's Natural Pantry, where she specializes in homemade handcrafts, including rye and goat milk soaps, body butters, and sugar scrubs. All items are handmade products. All items have simple ingredients and are vegan friendly. In a world where you can barely pronounce many of the ingredients in your everyday products, Mimi's Back to Nature offers an alternative choice for those who are ready to get back into nature. Ready to order? Visit their website at ninisnaturalpantry.com. All orders over $50 have free shipping up to 25 pounds. guys so i know that there's two people in this world that we live in and oftentimes people make excuses well i don't have this i don't have this around me to blossom i don't have this around me to really grow to my full potential and that's all excuses because like i said it's two people you make the environment or you let the environment make you so that's the two people that you usually have when you when you in an area you know, when you when you're in a certain area, you either make the environment or you let the environment make you. So when you make the environment, you set off the temperature in the room. And I seen I was online and I was scrolling. And I seen somebody say something like, "Either you going to be a thermostat or a thermometer, whichever one you want to be." But you gotta be the one to control the room. You gotta be the one who, who set the mood around you. You know, it, I heard a, a wise man say, if, if you go around someone and they don't feel the, 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 the nerve to, to act how you wanna be, for example, if you a positive person, if you if they know you ain't playing no games, they know, you know what I'm saying, you're not with certain stuff, when you come around, when you set that mood and they have their, their certain respect for you, and you set the tone when you walk in the room, that's they go be on the they go try to be on the same thing that you on because if if not, your your energy so big, it's gonna make them feel uncomfortable. They're going to feel uncomfortable not trying to trying to upgrade to where you at, even if it's for that moment. So you got to set the mood in your environment and stop using your environment as an excuse not to blossom. Now, I can say that an environment can be a tougher challenge, but you have to be the one who pushed the action. You got to be the one who, who go in there with that big energy and have that big energy and set the tone. And every time you walk in, that's how it should be in any room. You should shut it down in any room that you walk into. They should know that, okay, it's something different about this person when you walk in the room. You shouldn't walk in the room and be influenced by them. You should walk in the room and be the influencer. So always remember that.
this is RJ Smith. I play James on The Rookie on ABC. And right now, y'all are tuned into The Michael Finkley Show. Check it out. It's awesome. Let's get it going, y'all. Colors. What the? Mm. Mm. Oh, God. Mm. Mm. This one. Yeah, right, Marine. So I guess we don't stand for colors, huh? I'm sorry, sorry. I, I was starving. What was you eating on anyway? Let me put you on. This that Lucy's hoopie pie. Okay. Okay, okay. Hey, but uh, before you go, Marine, where, where can I get me one of those? Oh, at all the Super Target locations, Sergeant. Okay. And where can you get your chart sheet at in the morning? On your desk. As long as we track it. Uh, the next, Michael Finkley. Attorney Morgan Harper is with us as she talks about her run for the U.S. Senate. Wednesday. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. I hope that you were entertained and informed from our guest today. Thank you so much, Bailey, for being with us and just telling your story and your words. We appreciate you. And again, much success, much success in your career. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Michael Finkley Show, and the notification. We'll see an email saying, hey, new content is uploaded. Please listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And for more information about what we do here on the show, visit our website, michaelfinkleyshow.com. Of course, U42, visit us at U42. Com and watch our content there with some exclusive things coming your way. Thank you so much, y'all, and guess what? We'll see you next time. Have a good one.